Welcome to Middle School Walk and Talk, a podcast series offering heart, hope, and health to members of our middle school communities. Take a walk with co-hosts Phyllis Fagel and Joe Mazza as they discuss self-care, student well-being, school culture, and more. Middle School Walk and Talk is a production of the Association for Middle Level Education and is designed to support the concepts outlined in our foundational text, The Successful Middle School, This We Believe. Learn more at amle.org. Today's episode, how are kids feeling right now? Let's ask them. Before we start talking about everything crazy going on right now for human beings that are also middle schoolers, I just want to give all of you a chance to introduce yourselves. Um, Maybe we can start with you, Ben. Uh, Hi, my name is Ben. I'm in seventh grade and I'm at Seven Bridges Middle School. Hi, my name is Sydney. I'm in seventh grade. I'm also at Seven Bridges Middle School. Hi, I'm Evan. Uh, I, I'm in seventh grade and I go to Sheridan School. Hi, I'm Maggie. I'm in eighth grade and I also go to Sheridan School. So we want to give all of you a chance to share with all of the educators and maybe educators who also are parents who are listening right now, a chance to share from, from your own experience what it's like. We're coming up on winter break, so everyone's a little bit tired. We all have just been hearing about a rise in COVID cases. I know even here at our school, we had to send a grade home yesterday. And then on top of it all, we have this latest TikTok challenge, which has heightened anxiety for some people. So maybe we can start with Maggie and hear hear what you're experiencing right now. Uh, So in eighth grade, being the leaders of our school, it's really hard to see our fifth graders have to go home. Um, they were really stressed out yesterday and that really reflected onto the whole of our school. Um, it's, it's been a stressful time for all of us, but I think that we're really trying to be the best leaders we can and really push through to the end. I think that this break is a much needed break for all of us, but we've really tried to keep our spirits up and tried to keep going. And so far it's been really successful. As seventh grade, like being in seventh grade isn't as challenging. It's just mainly the work and like the schoolwork. But overall, seventh grade is great. And I'm glad that we're like almost in eighth grade and out of here. Uh, I'm just going to add on to that. I'm also very glad that we're almost in eighth grade because that means that we've already gone through most of our middle school, even though it seems like just yesterday um, we were walking through the doors of fifth grade but we had the whole pandemic and that really like messed things up. Uh, We had to be home for a long time and uh, we had to do Zoom, which was also a little uh, confusing at times. Also, it's a lot better that um, things that were in fifth grade when COVID wasn't a thing are opening up again. Yeah. I think adding on to the Zoom thing, um, at least for Sheridan, the being able to be back in person, I think has lifted a lot of people's spirits. Um, it's a, I feel like Sheridan, because we're a pretty small school, pretty close knit, being able to have that day-to-day interaction with uh, classmates, teachers, anyone in the building was really special and important. And so I think that having this new strain and having to send a class home has been really scary for a lot of people because we don't want to have to lose that again. 
Yeah. Um, it's gonna, it's like, I don't know how to put it. Like, uh, it's very hard to not be in a classroom and you have to like adjust to that. You can't like raise your hand. The teacher won't see you. You're just another video on her screen. And I think that that was a really hard part for a lot of students. Um, I know for me, it's it's kind of hard not being able to ask questions and be able to talk to the teacher one on one. And so um, being able to have this opportunity to be back because I know a lot of schools in our area right now have had to shut down um, has been really an eye opener to what school really is. Also, it's also hard to like still be able to hang out with your friends, but also having the social distance. So like being able to be like at least three feet instead of six feet is way better. Kevin, I know that, you know, you were a new student, which is really hard to do in a small school like ours, but on top of it, it was in the middle of this pandemic. What has it been like for you coming in as a new student in the midst of all of this? Has uh, uh, it's it's been pretty difficult, but I think the like the overall like environment of Sheridan it's like really welcoming, and especially it uh, during COVID it's harder to uh, adjust to going to a new school, especially a small school like Sheridan, and like having like connections with other students when they've like known each other for a while. So it's been difficult, but like it's 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 uh, definitely like getting better and you it's like a more welcome it's a really welcoming environment and i think that honestly from the outside perspective sheridan has done a really great job in welcoming in new students we have a new student in our class this year um in eighth grade and we have gotten uh really close and i think that in the years that we in the year i should say we were online um having new students or having a student who just came last year was really hard. Um, I think that schools have really been trying their best to really be able to make a school community outside of the school premise. Um, and I think that it's really important for not only students, but teachers and faculty and staff to have a chance to be able to interact with these students. Yeah, if you're like, I, I know a couple of people that were new last year and it was like fifth grade for them. They had no, we, our fifth grade is in middle school now. So they had no idea what they were doing. And it was like a brand new thing and they were in COVID. They had to wear masks. Like it was really hard for them to learn like the building and because we were in school for um, a good portion of the year. Um it was hard for them to like learn everything and get on Zooms in time. And I know I, uh, a couple of my friends had like, like were really scared that they were gonna get in trouble if they were late or something. Um, but that's just like, I guess how it went. We're hearing a lot in the news about how kids are impacted both socially and emotionally. You know, that the last real year you had was so long ago that kids haven't had as much chance yeah. to practice social skills. Are you seeing either changes in people's mental health or maybe more awkwardness or more drama socially as a result of everything going on? Um, I definitely think that 
maturity has gone down and that's not a bad thing we lost a year of our lives we lost a year of socializing with people and so I feel like mentally and socially everyone's kind of set back a year um right now from my fifth grade experience looking up at the seventh graders they were really goofy and always playing around the eighth graders were really focused and now that I'm in eighth grade we're really goofy um and so I really think that it took away a large part of how we developed. Um, and I also think that, yeah, mental health has been a really big thing. Um, being in a house with your parents most of the time for that solid year was really hard on a lot of people. Um, and so being able to come back and not be in the house every single day, I think has been, has made people a lot happier and a lot more excited to get out and go do things. Wow, it is so powerful to hear middle schoolers talk about life in 2022. Um, you know, the maturity piece. You know, I think um, having you actually see that and um, reflect on it, um, you know, and I think it's why would we expect anything different, right? You know, we missed out on a, a lot of day to day norms. Uh, opportunities to grow developmentally, socially, and um, it's hard to do those things uh, online. It's hard to do those things when you're unable to be in a small group of kids or, um, you know, in this class or that class that is dependent upon people physically in the room uh, doing this or that. No, we're a lot better. Um, teachers are a lot better, you know, in terms of engaging kids on Zoom and whatnot than when we first started, um, you know. More than 70% of our teachers never been on a Zoom, you know, when we first started this thing. But, um, you know, I think that kids have helped a lot. You know, each of you have undoubtedly helped your teachers become better um, at meeting the needs from a digital lens. Um, but, yes, it's, it's hard um, maturity-wise, socially. And I don't know that that's just adolescence. I think, you know, generally speaking, adults, too you know, have lost out on um, some of those opportunities and we have to kind of rebuild ourselves up and rebuild some of our partnerships, you know, across our school and our, and our teacher teams. Yeah. And like, uh, because people had to be at home, like, I feel like that started more like arguments for me personally. And I like, I feel comfortable sharing this, that like it started a bunch of arguments in my house and like with everyone being home and everyone having a schedule of running around um it was just really like hectic oh i definitely think it, it was hard like uh, as uh, maggie said about people like uh, going back uh, in like maturity i definitely think people are trying to uh, get what they didn't get last year socially and trying to make like the fun part of school i think they're trying to get that other that year back that they missed out yeah, um, I know, like, and I know uh, someone, I don't remember who had mentioned, like, drama before, and if there's more this year, I feel like there's a lot, like, a ton of drama this year, just because last year, no one had any time to do it, and, like, everyone was just, like, very, like, here, 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 and here, and now everyone can, like, sit back, relax, and just drama all day. Yeah, and I <laughs> and think I that it's kind of hard on the teachers on their perspective because you know they've been teaching say eighth grade English for 
seven or ten years of their life and so they've really had this consistent flow of things and how eighth graders would normally act um and so I think that it hasn't only been hard on the kids being set back a, a year I think it's been hard on the teachers they might not have been set back a year but they've definitely seen the changes in their students and who they are and so it's at least for what I've seen in my teachers, it's really yeah. hard to kind of get us under control and be like, hey, we got to sit down and do this because we really want to be able to have our last year together, be really close and be really, you know, out there and doing everything we can. I think it's powerful to hear the empathy um, in your voices, students, and talking about your teachers and, and understanding that you know, students have had it hard, but teachers have also had their own challenges, whether it's their own health or, um, you know, things that they relied on as teaching strategies and as their way of life um, in the classroom for years and years have, you know, changed on a dime. Um, and, you know, and some folks are still trying to get comfortable um, with that. So it, it really sounds, you know, listening to some of the, the kids over, um, you know, in your school, Phyllis, that, you know, there's a really tight community um, cultural belonging there, things that we talk about a lot here, you know, at Seven Bridges. And uh, I think that's really powerful uh, to hear out of the mouth of uh, your students. Um, I do think it's challenging both ways. And I think that teachers who recognize that what's happening isn't necessarily disrespectful, but just kids wanting to socialize. Is there a way that both sets of needs can be met? Yeah, I feel like since we've been quarantined, like for the longest time ever, that like we didn't have much freedom. And now that we're back in school, it feels like that we should be able to have that freedom. But also it's hard to like acknowledge how the teachers are feeling. I think that um, for teachers, I think that a lot of them really do know that we are trying our best. Um, but I just want to put it out there that a lot of us can't decide, at least for eighth grade. We know that like we really need to work and we really need to push ourselves to be able to get into the high schools we want and have you know the future that we want. But it's hard. It's really hard. And so for teachers, I really just want to say we do really appreciate all the work you have done through the Zooms, through getting back to school, through having to, you know, get out of school after a week. Um, and we really do like care for you, but it's just really hard for us. And so I think that being able to teach us not only the cur curriculum that they gave us, but being able to say, you know, hey, it's okay to be goofy, but I really need you to work. For example, um, right now today, we really had to, kind of adapt because it's our it's a half day and so our teachers were like here's a schedule like we really need you to follow it but we also understand that you need to have fun and so having the teachers be also empathetic towards us has been I think really helpful for me in my class at least I yeah I think that the teachers need to know I feel like they're very stressed sometimes and I think that they need to know that we really like we care I mean, specifically me, I don't know about other people. I can't speak for everyone, but I know that like I care if the teachers are like stressed like that because if they're stressed then they like sometimes are very like strict and then it's like, it gets everyone stressed and then it's, it's like a tumbling 
um, the tumbling rock. So the trickle-down effect, you know, is what I just heard in terms of, you know, teachers being stressed, you know, and that stress being pushed down, you know, onto kids. And I see that as a parent at home. I see the stress of my wife and I and, um, you know, what that does to our four children. Um, so, again, I think there's a level of empathy um, that I hear students building um, as well, a little understanding. Um, you know, I think we need, as educators, understand that, take a step back, reflect, own it, um, you know, be real about it. You know, I think we're human beings and naturally, you know, sometimes stress takes over. Um, we talk a lot about emotions. We're a, a ruler school, so leveraging the mood meter throughout the day and understanding what our emotions are, emotions and others, and what we do about it, you know, to get to that next happy place um, with all the emotions that we have in one day. And I think that one thing that has been really helpful is clarity on how people are feeling. Um, we've had a lot of talks, especially in math. Um, we have an amazing math teacher and she's always talking about, you know, how, how do you feel about this? How do you think you should be graded? And there's a lot of communication happening. And I think that that's a really big portion of school, but especially now. I think that in the times we're in now, we really need to be able to communicate with teachers, whether we're new, whether we're old, we really need to be able to say, hey, this is really stressing me out. I really need to take a five second break. Like, I just, I don't know, it just feels, and that goes for the teachers as well. Like, y'all, I need this to be silent for five minutes. Like, today has been a stressful day and being able to hear communication from a mentor and someone who we look up to and being able to hear like them saying it's okay to take a break I think has really brought a lot less stress to people. I think it's powerful you know the math teacher that you referenced um, asking kids how do you feel about this um, tell me more about you know how you're feeling you know and not just your advisor not just your counselor but you know, a, a teacher that's focused on math or another subject. I think that's when we really get it as educators, where it doesn't have to just come from one spot. Um, the care and concern and, and empathy and, and um, you know, focus on, you know, understanding and, and meeting each other in the middle. I think that's across the board, every adult that works with kids. Uh, so I, it's it's really inspiring to hear, you know, some of the work that's, that's happening at, at Sheraton. Yeah. Definitely. Some, some teachers also bring like little like fidget toys into class and depending on who you are, like sometimes that person just needs to like focus on the teacher and that's how they learn. But other people like they like to like play with something in their hands or tap their foot. And it's always like sometimes for like specific people, it's good to have like something like that. So I, I think that it's useful sometimes like playing like our, our English teacher likes to play like music in the background just like no words just like regular playing music music I've heard more music in more classrooms than I've ever heard um, not just in the morning when we come in or to start you know during the do now or a calming sense but you know for many of us music helped us get through you know, to, to this point, you know, um, having headphones on, you know, rocking out with 
friends or by yourself. And, you know, I think music is something that brings us together. So, you know, we've had multiple meetings with our music department on just more ways to get music uh, embedded in, in all aspects of the school day. And not just music that we hear on the radio or we, you know, we have on our playlist, but, you know, music that kids are playing uh, here at our schools. Uh, how do we celebrate that? No, I love that. I, I know that we're going to lose Maggie in a minute. And I wanted to just get her take on everything going on with the TikTok challenges. And as of yesterday, they had been putting out alerts that it was a hoax, but some kids have been anxious about uh, the latest one. Did you hear about this? Or is this something that was being discussed at your school? Or um, I actually, when you said the TikTok trend earlier, I didn't know exactly what you were talking about. Were you talking about the one that someone said that on this day, people should bring guns to school? Yes. Oh, that's a, that's a thing. I was, I was thinking like the devious lick that was going around. I saw that last night. Um, and so it was really scary for me to you know, I know Sheridan is a close-knit community. I know no one here would do that, but I do know that there are schools and there are people in this world who can take things a little too seriously. Yeah. Um, and, you know, social media has been a place for me to relax and take a step back from the world. And so ha having this pop up um, was honestly scary and sad for me. Um, I feel like another, going back to our mental health thing, another thing that happened during like lockdown was a lot of kids got on devices a lot more and yes. that can be bad for your mental health especially depending on what you're looking at and how long you're looking like at it and so i feel like schools it's not their responsibility to you know watch out what the kids are doing every single day but it is they do need to take a step and take the chance of saying like, hey, how do y'all feel about this? Bringing stuff up and saying, you know, this happened. Like, this is not okay. Please don't put this out there. Don't repost this. Don't do this, you know? And so it's not only on them, it's on everyone. It's on students, it's on faculty, it's on staff. I saw it, I texted the group chat that it was sent on and I was like, this is not okay. Like we really need to stop doing this. I don't know why people have sent this out. And everyone was like, yeah, like a hundred percent agree. Yeah. That's in one school. There are thousands of schools all over the world who have different people in them who take things differently. And so it, it was really hard to see that. And I haven't checked my phone today, but if I check it later and I see that something happened, it's going to be really devastating. Oh, a lot of kids like people send these like things like about like the whatever the whatever shootings are going on. I think it's uh, difficult for some people because some people can like some people see it as a joke and some people are like actually like get anxiety from those type of things. So like I definitely think making like a trend or a joke like that, it, like people don't understand how it really affects them. I, I actually recently heard of someone who and I don't know like the person I just heard of this from a friend of a friend. And they said that someone wrote on a stall in a bathroom shooting like today at this time, be ready. And it never actually happened. And they found the person and it was like scary to think cause it was pretty close to here. 
And it was scary to think that that could actually happen uh, like somewhere near us. And it's just like, you have to pay attention and you have to know when like something's gonna happen and you have to focus and make sure that you know, and make sure that you like pay attention when you do like the drills and all like, and just, yeah, that's really it. How do you make sure that you still take a lot of joy out of school amidst all of the other things going on. We had the news last week in Michigan and yeah. you know, there's just the normal stress of being a middle schooler too. What do you all do to just make sure you maintain the joy and, and have fun going to school? Uh, well, I really tried to focus on the good things instead of dwelling on stuff that's bad because that's just going to mess up your mind. You're just going to keep thinking about these horrible things. And like, you can't really have fun. It's going to be, it's going to stick there and it's going to clog up your mind. So I definitely think focusing on the things that you enjoy in school and having fun, I think that's more important than focusing on like uh, bad things happening. Well, I feel like you should be able to like hang out with your friends and have fun during like free times and breaks. And maybe sometimes in class, but then you also should be like listening and like understanding and listening to the directions that your teacher gives you. Which is more challenging for some than others, right? Sometimes students get frustrated if other students can't pay attention or if they're. Yeah, because yeah. then it's like if, uh, if someone else can't pay attention and you're paying attention to them not paying attention then like that makes you not pay, it's like really, it, it's hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. So as we head into the break, and I know for us it's today and for you it's in just a couple of days, what would be your best piece of advice for teachers in terms of supporting all of you as we come back into the new year, Sydney? Like, you know, enjoying the holidays with your family and like getting rest and getting like sleep and like just chilling and relaxing, you know? Uh, I also think you should like, for teachers to so focus. I mean, you only have a few more days. I mean, like sometimes it can be stressful, especially these days leading down to break. Uh, so I definitely think focus, like uh, focusing on good stuff, focusing on, oh, in a couple of days I get to see my family. I get to actually enjoy and relax myself. So uh, I think focusing and like keep thinking on how much like saying, how much I don't want to be here instead of being like, oh, in a couple of days, I can see this person. I get to do this. Or I get to go away finally. Anything else you want teachers to know before we let you all go? I'm sure you're excited to go back to class. He's shaking his head. You can't see that on the audio. <laughs> um, no, just kind of like stay, like get rest. Don't be stressed and like release all of the stress and then come back like a new person. Yeah, I also think you should enjoy this time with whoever you're spending with. Even if you're, even if you're spending it with yourself, just enjoy yourself and come back in the new year, just ready to uh, help whatever, whatever kids you're teaching because I definitely think kids probably uh, have a hard time of saying what they feel like, expressing themselves to teachers, but they definitely like appreciate the, everything that you do. So I ask you how you're doing, because you may not tell them. Yeah, and I definitely think 
having a good uh, mental will help them like learn better and being positive will help them. Great. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of you being here. And for those listening, you may notice that uh, Joe Mazza was not here for a little bit. And that is because he is a principal. And as happens, there was an emergency in this school. But we have really both enjoyed having a chance to connect with all of you. And I hope you all have a really wonderful holiday. And I hope everyone listening also has a terrific break as well. Thank you all. Thank you.